0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. I am Matt. I am hosting this week, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts as well. Introduce yourselves.
1: It's me, the Mac Daddy, Legend King, (laughs) bad bad boy of the podcasting sphere. It's me, Andrew, with my fantastic intro once again. (laughs) Then I'm Dawson.
0: <laughs> the duality of man right there. All right. so
1: two separate energies. Yeah,
0: exactly. bringing to the pod. <laughs> so I thought a fun thing to open this podcast up this week would be to break down this past weekend because we got to spend some time together in person, which was awesome because we all are from the great state of Michigan, of course, but we don't all live in the same area of Michigan. So we don't get to actually see each other that off, that often anymore. So, yeah, we got to. We were on the west side for a friend's wedding, which was overall a lot of fun. And then we decided to go to Michigan's Adventure, where we had some of the best and some a of time. maybe the all time worst <laughs> experiences of our lives. Um, it was an experience. It, it was true, absolutely an experience. True experience. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. Overall, it was okay, aside from getting rained out at the end. That was a real bummer. But ultimately, right in the middle of our day, we were hit with one of my biggest issues with seemingly post-COVID world. Like, I feel like this sort of problem was never a thing before COVID emerged. But um, we had a problem where we we were trying to get food. And there were already a couple food places that were closed, like, around the park. There was a pizza place that was open, but as we established on the last episode, that's not really an option for me. So that I had will die up. exactly. So we decided to go to a tenders and fries and sub, and they just had a lot of things there.
1: Smorgasbord of, uh, of options that Matt can can, can consume yes. without without incurring a fatality on his part. We will not end up like the uh like the founder of the Segway. Matt will survive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not as, don't have his name this week again.
1: I totally for I don't remember it. I just that just <laughs> the idea that the founder of the Segway died on a Segway or not founder. I think he was the CEO the current CEO at the time was uh he died on a Segway. That yeah. is just
0: So Dawson, I'm going to have you jump in on at least the opening part on our experience at this stand since you and our mutual friend Eli did not stick around for the entirety of our experience there. So why don't you take away what happened as we first approached this place and the events leading up to your departure?
2: So I have this thing like a lot of Americans where I hate lines. (laughs)
0: Lines
2: suck. There were three long lines for this one chicken tender place. We waited in the line for about 15 minutes. No one moved. So I looked to Eli, and I said to him, let's just go to the other place that we saw, because at least the line was moving. So we decided to leave Andrew and Matt behind to fend for themselves in the long chicken tender line and go into... A mediocre pizza line. (laughs) We then ditched them, went over to the pizza line, waited behind probably some of the most inconsiderate people I've ever met. They're like (laughs) vaping and blowing the smoke into our faces. Um, And him and I were just looking, me and Eli were just looking at each other and we were making faces... And basically being like, what the heck is going on? Why are these people just blowing their smoke into our faces and then avoiding looking at us so <laughs> as when a you, result? When
0: you say blow into your into oh. your faces, were they literally like turning in your direction and blowing their smoke?
2: Yes. Oh and God. then they stopped and then they started blowing it like upwards in the air. I'm like, well, at least it's not in our faces now. But it's you probably shouldn't be doing this in a line where you're like almost touching shoulders with people
3: because that's person. fun.
2: Common mm-hmm. Yeah, courtesy. common courtesy, people. Common courtesy. Yeah. You can yeah, smoke, I... you can, you can uh, vape, do whatever you need to do, uh, because, like, I can't control your life, but don't force it upon me by blowing it in my face. And, of course, Eli and I, we were just, you know, having common courtesy and not really saying anything or just being polite and kind of looking the other direction and ignoring it. Uh, but I was like, okay, well, maybe these people are just, you know, not really observant of that kind of stuff. And sure enough, we get to the front of the line and they start like yelling at this 16 year old worker and he's, it was to the point where like, he was just, uh, he was basically shaking after the conversation and I don't know. How many of our listeners or if either of you two have ultimately worked retail or worked in the restaurant industry when someone yells at you, even if it's not your fault, it is a horrible feeling because you just feel like ultimately after that conversation that you what the heck is going on? I think my dad's, like, hammering something in the other room, if you can hear that. Uh, um,
0: oh, we can't hear anything. I'm like, what is he talking about? Oh,
2: well, that's Boston's good. Austin's losing it. He's
1: losing it. Yeah. We're going down.
2: Yeah. I thought it was hammering on the outside of my room, but it's just me hammering my head <laughs> into my desk because I can't stand conversation with people.
0: No, it's no. I, honestly, though, like, even if you're not in a work environment getting yelled at by somebody that especially someone that's like a stranger to you is like a terrible experience like it you you just feel like shaken to your core almost when it happens at least that's how i yeah. am so like i can't, oh, yeah. I can't I get, imagine i can kind of imagine what he was feeling but like i get
2: unnerved
0: right I, yeah i've had
2: that shaky feeling that he clearly had when i came up to him and i just made it my personal goal to be like dude it's not your fault uh like, I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm just gonna be super generous and nice to you with the way I'm talking to you. Like, I'm sorry that the people in front of me are some of the worst of humanity, but not all of us are like that, and don't don't take it personally. I've been there. Mm-hmm. like I felt so bad for him because he's a sixteen year old kid. He doesn't run the company. He doesn't run that stand at Michigan Adventure. He needed a summer job he's working there just to you know maybe make some money and buy a car or save up for college and he probably he's wasn't not, even
0: responsible for whatever they were mad about which probably no, had to no he the wasn't actual food
2: <laughs> they were arguing with him over policies and he was just you know telling him the, the only thing he could he's like yeah we can't really do that i'm sorry gosh and they're like why didn't you tell us when we were in the back of the line? And he's like, "I had other customers to deal with at the front of the line." Also, that's not really something any company does ever. <laughs> yeah, it's like what in what why would anyone in their right mind be like, "Hey, I'm in the back of the line. Please tell me everything I need to know that you should already know, you know, about my specific order. You need to tell me while I'm in the back of the line." It's like, "No." They don't know specifically what's going on with your needs and orders and whatever it is you're asking for, generally they find out when you're at the front of the line, hence the line. Right. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, people just I've not yeah, worked a... <laughs> worked in a grocery store for about over a year now, just I I have a super big bleeding heart for retail workers and restaurant people and just people, anyone working in the service industry. I just have a huge, even like before I've worked in like a movie theater and some other jobs, but just like, I just have, I just have the biggest understanding. And unless somebody is like, unless the person is rude to me without like, without, uh, remorse. No, not remorse without, uh, I mean, without me like starting, if like if I if, yeah. if someone just is like openly rude to me and I haven't even said anything to them, it's like that's a that's a whole situation. But like if yeah. this person <laughs> is just trying to do their job, it's like I'm just trying to I try to understand and try to be try to see it from their point of view. It's just like right, th- like you said, it's it's just a kid. He's 16. He t- he's not Mister Michigan Adventure who runs the corporation who's making a billion dollars a year or whatever. He's uh, Ronald
2: so- who makes 12 an hour and yeah. has to go to school when summer ends.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have a kid who just needed a job, and you're like, and what? How old were these people, would you say, the pe- the customers?
2: Oh, they definitely, like, had children, because I think they were also online. Um, oh,
0: gosh, entitled so, parents.
2: Yep, yeah, be, be a great role model for your kids, first of all. Um, gosh. And then they were at least, I'd say... They were probably around that thirty-five mark. Um, just yeah, and just they were,
1: unbelievable. Mm-hmm.
2: Going into any situation with an entitled uh, sense of nature and demeanor, like that's not going to get you anywhere, and it's not going to no. do anything for anyone else. It might get what you need done, but ultimately, you're hurting other people in the process by putting them down and raising yourself up because your needs are so much more important in your own mind. But, oh, yeah, yeah they're,
0: they're the only person on Earth, Dawson.
3: Yeah. They're the only person
0: exactly. that matters. <laughs> yeah,
2: that I like, forgot I... that the, the pinnacle of human existence centered around Michigan Adventure
0: in front of me that day.
1: Yeah, you were standing in the in the shadows of, of some mighty titans. You should, ooh, have been, you should have
0: been on your knees begging for their mercy yourself.
2: Gosh, yeah, and they <laughs> weren't even the only, like, I guess, Karens in... The park that day because in front of the
0: chicken tender line there was like two of them so yeah that's where i was yeah. that's where i was gonna bring andrew back into this because you and i or rather you and eli had left and gone to the pizza place which left andrew and i and you had already as you mentioned sat in that line for 15 minutes where no one in any of the three lines uh moved at all so yeah we, you so you saw the people that were in front of us and yes Andrew would you guess that was a group of like 10 to 15 people that were all together
1: there was a group in a, 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 the the f- group when we first got in the line the group at the front was probably there were only two of them but i think there was a group of maybe 6 to 7
3: yeah 6 to 7
1: people that they were ordering for and then the group behind th- behind them was a group of like oh, i don't know it seemed like a hundred, but it must mm-hmm. have been maybe maybe <laughs> it was ten. Absurd. Maybe ten. And this lady, she was she was on a car. I, I, I know she wasn't I won't feel bad for this because I know she wasn't disabled because I saw her walking around later that day. <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I saw her walking into the wave pool later that day. So I know she wasn't specifically disabled from walking. I at know least, that, so I at least him, not like Constantly disabled. Well, like maybe she yeah. had something where her muscles yeah, would get out after a certain pains. amount of time or something. Pain in her Etch. joints or something. Yeah. I can say, well, I will say this knowing that I won't feel bad about saying this, but she was just in this cart and she was in line in the cart. She pulled that cart all the way up to the window. And when wife, I she was up at the window. Yeah, no, all the in way the up. Car. She
0: zoomed she was, past E. And I at one point, and I was just like, "Whoa!"
1: Yeah, no, she, <laughs> yeah, she got
3: had ran over.
0: she had such little regard for everyone else that she almost hit me and Andrew on two separate occasions. Like in terms of backing out and pulling back into the front of the line, like I couldn't figure out what she was doing. She kept like moving all over the place. It was very odd.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't like there wasn't wasn't anybody. She was like with a bunch of kids, or she was like a a parent with a bunch of kids. There was like three or four other adults in that line in at the least, same yeah. party. Who could have carried? Who could have ordered for that? For that? For the people. But no, she had to be in the line with the cart. Mm -hmm. And the person, the person in (laughs) front of her
2: was also just as bad as her. Because I remember specifically hearing this lady say to the people running the stand, she was like, "I'm not taking the chicken tenders that have been sitting there this whole time. You better throw those out." And at that point, everyone had been waiting for 10 minutes already. And they're already struggling.
0: They're already struggling to put out food. And you're going to like whine and complain because you're going to get tenders that have been sitting out for, I don't know, a couple minutes tops. Like, yeah, they weren't like dumped straight out of the fryer into your mouth, but like they weren't like stale or anything, I'm sure. It was
2: horrible to watch because then I I continued to watch the situation and the employees started to throw the chicken tenders away and I was like, "No. Mm-hmm. I'll take those." All yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, for please, hours. Please give it to the peasants in the back of the line.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, us
1: us mere mortals. Indeed. Yeah. Who can consume chicken tenders that have been sitting out for 15 minutes. But it was just, this is just it was just an entirely just a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. And I think I think when we were like maybe two or three one we we're the the big group was at the front yeah. i think there was a dad and a kid in front of us mm-hmm. and then we were we were third in line the third like and group, then per se. and then another lady she was like talking because i'd heard that they were out of stuff but she was like i will i'll, I'll say thank you for, to this lady because at least she was forward thinking and she was like she asked them what they were out of and they were like we're out of everything except for tenders and fries. Mm-hmm. And that was it. and that was it. And so she she was like, "Alright everybody, if you're not if you're in this line for anything other than tenders and fries, you go you might want to get out because they don't got them." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Thank you lady. Mm-hmm. You're a real one. Great job." She at least of was course. trying
0: to make the situation a little better and a little more yeah. palatable for everyone. Yeah, what's course, the term for like, the line? What's
1: the term for a nice Karen? A, a human being, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, that was great. And so I don't think anyone got out of the line, or at least very few people got out of the line. No one in front of and us, so, which were the only people we cared about. <laughs> yeah, and so the 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 big old group and the big stupid cart lady finally leaves, mm-hmm. and so then the one guy get the then the Wait, dad was she big on the cart or was the cart big?
0: The cart was gigantic. I won't comment on her. <laughs> she she he a- isn't.
2: He's like it could it could go either
0: way.
1: <laughs> big stupid cart lady. It was the cart. I will I'll let our our listeners interpret to my my specific meaning of my my phrasing of big dumb cart lady. I will let my I'll let our listeners uh decipher that message. But we finally get to the front after like what was that like an hour i think that it was it was
0: dang near an hour and i don't know for sure because obviously we we're at i don't know if we specified but we were in the water park area of michigan's adventure so we had left all of our earthly belongings in our locker so we had no phones no watches like nothing yeah. on us to help us tell time and there were no clocks anywhere that we could see so we're guessing here but i would i would say an hour is a
1: pretty appropriate estimate it felt like an eternity mm-hmm. but i said we finally get to the line Matthew puts in his order. He gets his order. I would go next. Chicken tenders and and fries and a
0: 30-ounce Coke, please.
1: There you go. Simple enough. And so another, I'd say, 15 minutes goes by. Something like that.
0: I felt like I I was standing in front of that window just staring blankly inwards like
1: forever. Yeah. I hadn't had any like quote-unquote real food since that morning. And I think I had like a bagel... For breakfast, and that was it. Yeah, and so I was pretty hungry, and there was a globule of cheese, of nacho cheese, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the counter there that was oh, looking no. pretty tasty it was looking uh. kind of tasty, giving how <laughs> how how long a wait we were, but mm-hmm. so what ha- so then what happens is, we're Matthew put in his order, we're waiting, we're seeing people working in the back, but then another guy comes out from the back and he's like stop selling tenders
0: we also noticed and... at some point right before this the entire like no staff was anywhere like everyone was just oh, yeah. gone there was like one yeah. or two dudes running the cash the three cash registers then there was a, a guy and a girl in the kitchen and then another guy and another girl kind of like floating around like yeah. kind of doing whatever needed to be done and for like uh, i don't know andrew like two or three minutes like n- they were all just gone no I one knew was like vanished. we couldn't figure out where they all
1: went they must have been crawling on the ceiling because I could not see them. We yep. not see them. <laughs> but the guy says, "Stop selling tenders." And, we're, and I think me and Matthew looked at each other like, "Excuse me?" Yeah. Right. We, <laughs> we were like, t- "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" Do you want to run that one by me again, there, Chief? Yep. And you I'm guys thinking, and I'm think,
0: snap towards each other. What? Yeah. All I'm thinking <laughs> to myself is, "Thank God I got my order in."
1: Yeah, but it turns out that didn't even matter because nope. the guy comes up to the cash register and he texts. He talks to Matthew and he says. He says, uh, "You already put your order in." He's like, "Well, yeah. unfortunately, we got more. We're getting more tenders out of the freezer, and we're looking. But all the bags are ripped. Somehow, so we, in the box that he pulls out, every
0: single bag of tenders was ripped. Somehow, I yeah. am sitting there trying to figure out how that's humanly possible, and I can't come up with anything. So, Matthew rats. So, yeah. So I'm sitting. So I'm standing there." I'm starving and I like to think of myself as someone that's relatively polite to people especially as we kind of mentioned people that work in food or retail or just jobs where you have to deal with terrible people all the time I like had reached my limit and I don't know if Andrew picked up on this but I was giving like two word answers to everything they were telling me because I was so mad he was so he comes up and he's like did you put in your order already I'm like I did and he's like Okay, so I'm going to have to give you a refund, and then he explained the bag situation. I'm like, okay. He's like, can I see your card? I'm like, yeah. So I handed my card, and I'm just fuming. At this point, Andrew puts a consoling hand on my shoulder, says, good luck, and walks off. So yeah, I'm now I just, by myself at the counter. Yeah, Andrew's just gone. So then I'm Mind by myself you. at the counter <laughs> dealing with all of this, and he... And then he, so he t- gives me the refund and I hear some someone comes up. I don't know if it was someone in the other line or someone who came up from behind me, but they were like, are you out of food entirely? And he goes, well, we still have fries. So then I'm like, okay, can I get an order of fries then? And then he, and that guy I was talking to walks off <laughs> without giving me an answer. So then the original cashier comes back and i think he he's the one that gave me my card back and he was like and then i asked him i'm like can i get an order of fries still he's like oh yeah if you want i'm like i do want please and so i put the order in with him mind you at this point like all the, all the lines of people are like about to start rioting because everyone yeah. is so mad and at the lack you, of food eli and i had already
2: gotten our food from the mediocre pizza place brought yes. it back Like, walked all the way back over to the chicken tender stand Mm -hmm. area and found a seat, ate all of our food, and were now laying on the benches waiting for Andrew to stroll over our way. And when he convened with us, reconvened, we were like, where's Matt? And he's like, trying to
0: get some measly fries. Indeed. And I did get those yeah. measly fries, and let me tell you, I just because of how hungry I was, those are some of the best fries I've ever eaten in my life. They tasted so good, so I was yeah, able I, to luckily get some sustenance in me, which allowed me to survive the rest of the day. Andrew, I don't know how you survived without eating like
1: anything. I, you I had pippin dots. Well, yeah, so when, that I too. when I originally walked away from Matthew, I thought. I had seen some people with ice cream cones earlier, and I've been I've 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 recently started dieting to to lose weight and get healthier, and so I've been pretty strenuously uh, reg watching my food and everything throughout the week, and so I was planning on like oh I'll get like a sub or like they had a sh- salad option I'll get some I'll get that and then be, I won't have to compromise my food because it's just like I don't I'm I don't want to break my diet just a week in you know mm-hmm. already but um so so when I originally walked away from Matthew, I was like I'm so angry and so tired that I I don't care anymore I'm going to get an ice cream cone I'm going to treat myself I'm I, that's it I walk over <laughs> to the ice cream cone which was just around the corner just out of view Mm -hmm. The 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 inside is dark and the doors are shut. You got to be kidding me! Isn't that
0: the one? Isn't that the place those girls that were in front of us or behind us went to?
1: Yeah, and followed
0: them to just to see what they were doing.
1: Yeah, and it was open then, so I would have figured oh it would continue to be open, and so that was like that was the pinnacle of like I'm so done. I'm going to burn this park down and (laughs) and just I'm gonna tear see I gotta tear michigan ventures a new one i'm just oh, so gosh. done and so i walk back to uh to to dawson and eli and i'm like i tell i regale them of our tale of whoa of what has happened and so i'm like i remember seeing a dipping dots cart and i'm like all right i don't care i'm gonna go get some Dippin' dots i need some kind of sustenance i know Dippin' and darts aren't real sustenance but I need something in my body right now, or I'm gonna shut down. They may not be sustenance, so,
0: but they sure are delicious.
1: Exactly. They and sure so, are sus. And so I walk back to the to the to the Dippin' Dots cart, and as soon as I get there, I wasn't like there, so it wasn't like she was disrespecting me or anything like that. But she walked away. She left the cart, <laughs> and, and I was like, and I was like, I'm gonna kill somebody right now. And so <laughs> I was like, she, she I, get like, like new bags for the yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, I sat down on like a on like a, a, a like a little flower bed area. But it was hemmed in by bricks. So I sat down on top of there and I waited. I saw she came back with fresh bags. And I was like, "Oh, thank you, heavens! Thank the thank the Lord above!"
3: <laughs> and I was like,
1: and so I was like, "Thank you." And so I go, I wait, I give her a minute to like refresh everything, so I'm not like getting on top of her and stressing her stretching out her work and stuff. So I walk up. And so after she's done, I walk up to her and I say, hey, can I – she's like, hi, how are you? I'm like, whatever. And so I'm like, I get a – I said, can I get a regular size of the cookies and cream? And it's it's really loud because there's kids and stuff going on all all over the place. And so all I see is her shake her head. And from (laughs) what I could tell her, I thought she said, we're out of it. We are out of that. And I was about to tear that – that (laughs) – uh, cart apart to the mere atoms that is creates that cart and so i took I, I say what was that she said is that all And i was like oh and i took a big sigh <laughs> of, of relief and i was like yes that'll be all And so it was like nine bucks and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> and so then i was able to eat something but that was just that entire exchange was just even reliving it now i i get somewhat of a headache just thinking about how frustrating that was. That, that was, was just, just a,
0: that was just an hour and a half of just wasted time. That was just yeah. that was just the absolute worst. And like I said, I feel like this was not a problem before COVID happened. Like I feel like everything was more or less decently run enough that you could at least facilitate customers at a reasonable rate. I don't know what happened between now and then, but like I swear it's just like it's just like, I don't know if the workers just have no idea what they're doing or the workers just don't care or whatever. But like I just feel like everything has gone downhill in terms of like service and whatnot. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Maybe, it, I mean, would you have such a culture shock and just blow to the head that was the whole COVID pandemic? It's hard to come back thinking in the right mindset right. of what was before. But yeah. But that wasn't the end of our tale of woe at Michigan Adventure. No, it's not that day. So we finished up at the par- at the water park. We'd gotten up. We all we left the water park. We're we're like, okay, let's hit a coaster or two on our way out. So with the entire, so we didn't, so we can get at least some of our money worth with um with this thing. I think Matt, Dawson, and Eli went and did the log flume ride. Yeah. That... Is that
2: what it's called? I just I call
1: it the lock
0: red.
3: Yeah. Just, it's like oh my gosh! Can you guys hear like... that?
0: Because like my mic's turning red. I'm hearing it now. Like, but I'm only hearing it when you're talking.
1: Yeah. Same. Did you hear those? But, um...
0: It is loud enough that I could hear it though. Yes. <laughs> God. <Gosh>. Well,
2: but... <laughs> oh, we're tearing like the floors up at my house, and oh. it, it, yeah, I didn't it. expect oh. it to be this loud, considering. It's eight o'clock and we're down. Da- I'm downstairs, but I guess it makes everything louder when you're downstairs. So
0: I assure you, it's not polluting the audio. It'll just come in. Yeah. It'll just bounce its way in every once in a while. Yeah, you're That's good. good. Yeah. I was
2: just hoping it wasn't going to be like last week where we were like, oh, had,
1: uh, 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 yeah. That yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm times. still.
0: I'm still at a loss for what was wrong with it. <laughs> what was wrong with whatever was happening that day? That was weird.
1: I, I have mean, written I, Discord a sternly wor- worded letter, and I will waiting to hear back from them. He just wrote them the letter <laughs> L. Just a exactly. letter L. Maybe Very they actually sternly. listen
0: because, like, you know, when you get off your Discord call, it's like, "How was your experience?" And I gave it like a frowny face or whatever. The worst, the worst answer is and I just said sound quality was awful, and <laughs> that was it. So maybe that, they that actually, Discord no letters
1: from me. just they actually listen,
0: Maybe they actually listened to those.
1: Yeah, but returning to Michigan Adventure and our tale of woe, we um, so we go and we leave the park, and so we're walking. And we're going to hit the Mad Mouse ride since there's four of us and it's a four person coaster. We're like, we'll do it. Perfect. And it's a perfect match. And so we get in line. We get it all the way over there. We get in line and it's a fair moving line. You know, it's moving. It's a bit longer. So we're like, we'll get there like 25 minutes ish. Mm
3: -hmm. And so
1: we get there and we're about like maybe a quarter way through the line, maybe a fourth, one fourth through the line, whatever. Uh, increment of numbers <laughs> lines up to what uh, to what we we're talking about um and so we get there and then it starts to rain a little bit just a soft patter of rain not really anything hard just a, a slight a slight sprinkle mm-hmm. and so we're like whatever we've been wet all day and we're tired and it doesn't matter to us so it doesn't bother us and so we see and so then we look at the roller coasters and they're letting people on but they're not, and they're letting people off, but they're not putting anybody more on. And I'm just like, huh, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> and so I figured it's, it. well, I figured, well, they'll tell us or it'll, it doesn't matter. And so after a little bit, we start. We hear like the, the the lady running the coasters and we hear her, she's the one who's boarding everybody. And we hear from a distance, we hear like, and so we just get we just get the edges of her of her speech and like every maybe every tenth word of what she's saying and then pretty much everyone at the front starts migrating out of the line and out and so i think someone's like what's going on like they're closing down the ride because of the rain they don't know when it's going to open again we're like oh boy and so by the time that had happened it already stopped raining right and so and so we, being the optimistic group that we are, figured, well, what what harm could it do? We'll just yeah, wait. we gave
2: ourselves like a cutoff of like twenty minutes waiting in line. Especially yeah, since like-
0: this was also like the last thing we were going to do before we left because we we just didn't want to be there super late. So we had so that we were we had established after we got out of the water park, we were just going to ride Mad Mouse and then leave. So this is literally the last thing on our to-do list for the day. So we yeah. figured we'd just tough it out and see what happened.
1: Yeah. And so we get, to, we were like, we'll, we'll just tough it out. We'll wait and we'll be fine. And so we get through more and more people are leaving and the ride's not opening up. So I think I looked at it, but I was like, Hey, maybe it will get to six. It was like 630 at the time. Like at 645, the ride doesn't open it up again. We'll leave. Everyone was like, "You guys were like, okay, that sounds good." And so we yeah. get to, we slowly, by process of elimination, more and more people are leaving the line, and we finally get to the front. And we're like, "We're at the front. We're committed. Let's wait it out." And then and we'll it starts feel.
2: raining harder.
1: Like, yeah, a lot and then it harder. rains again. And so we're like, I think it was six thirty-five at that point. I was like, guys, this is pointless. Let's our, just leave. Our cutoff
0: was like six forty-five, I believe, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> we're like ten minutes early let's just leave it doesn't matter anymore it's not going to open up again for a long time so i think the park closed at eight so i was like there's no there's no point and so and so (laughs) we go and we we leave i think we hit the bathrooms on the way out we finally Mm -hmm. get all the way back to the car i i was the driver i was the designated designated driver for this trip and so i start maneuvering my way out of the parking lot. I don't want to go the normal way because it's backed up a little bit. So I'm going to uh, shoot through some sideways and get through some parking spots and maneuver my way out. So mm-hmm. we finally get out into a lane that doesn't look blocked, and it's right in front of the Mad Mouse coaster. And so we drive all the way up towards the gate. towards The, the icing uh, on the cake. The I'm shaking and my head look... now
0: just thinking about this moment.
1: And we look at the Mad Mouse coaster. And they're just letting people on. And, I and think it was it three was... minutes after our deadline. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, are you serious? <laughs> we,
0: I was so mad rolling out of there just watching these people live the dream that we were supposed to be living in that moment. It
2: was like perfectly comedic timing, too. We were pulling up Right in front of the coaster as they were loading the first people back on.
0: Right. Like, we were only going to be in front of that coaster, like, in the parking lot, like, driving past it for a total of, like, five seconds. So, of course, those five seconds, we got to see them letting the first people back on. Yeah. Like if, like Dawson just said, it could not have been more perfectly timed comedically.
1: It felt like so, like an episode of Seinfeld or some, <laughs> right? some yeah. 90s sitcom where the heroes are our, our main if characters. It were,
2: if it were an episode life. of Seinfeld... Newman would have been on the coaster waving at exactly. us. Exactly. Like, Newman. Ah,
1: Seinfeld.
3: Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, by the time we laughed, and then was, we would have been like, Newman, Newman. This, this one tidbit isn't as uh, uh, specific to the story, but uh, the, on our way back, we decided to go to a restaurant to get some food. Obviously, I hadn't eaten anything real all day, and yeah, poor Andrew
0: was literally starving to death, like driving the, and the dots car. dots are pretty real. What are you talking? <laughs> about?
1: We did get a lot it's... of dip and
0: dots. We got the big ones,
1: and so we go back. So we get on the road, and we're like, we'll just go. We'll get on the freeway, and then we'll look for a restaurant as we're going. And we'll just look at the exits. And so for a long we time, there were no restaurants on any exit. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And well, so we drive back.
0: You, you missed what happened before that.
1: Well, yeah. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna oh, say okay. that but for, <laughs> for the main bit, there were there were no restaurants on any of the exits, or at least none that I specifically wanted to eat at, or I don't think anyone else would have wanted to eat it. So, and so there was at one point, I see a bo- sign for Bob Evans, and I haven't been to Bob Evans in like. Maybe like ten years. I used to go all the time with my family when I was a kid, but it's been a long time since I've been to a Bob Evans. I'm like, whatever. They have good food, and so I see the sign and I'm like, is anybody opposed to Bob Evans? And I think Matthew perks up and he's like, what do they got at Bob Evans? And I was like, they got food. Yeah, because I had
0: never, I have never been to Bob Evans, and as it's been well established with my dietary limitations, it, I can, I, it's hard for me to just say yes to a restaurant without knowing what I may or may not be able to even eat there. Cause we went to a restaurant, I won't say the name, that is closest to where I live, and it turns out they put butter in their like spaghetti sauce and their pizza sauce. I have never, uh, encountered, that, them. I have never them. encountered that.
1: I have never encountered that anywhere is, else that I've ever I'll been. I'll say the
2: name. It was Boston's Pizza.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn. So I destroyed <laughs> was... no so I more was... business. They're going <laughs> under, bankruptcy. <laughs> you're losing <laughs> you all better of our 11, suckers, because you're done. <laughs> it's over. Take that, Boston's. I hope you like the unemployment line, because that's where you're headed right now after the nothing but nonsense podcast doxed you (laughs) on the, on the radio waves of America. Take that. So yes, over
0: after that experience, I am, I have any, I've been even more cautious about figuring out about saying yes and committing to a restaurant without experimenting and figuring things out first or doing research. I should say not experimenting. That's a terrible idea. But so, yeah, so I look up Bob Evans menu on my phone and I'm looking over it or whatever, and um, I see they got, like, hamburgers or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I could go for a hamburger or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, Bob Evans sounds good. And <laughs> Andrew goes, we just passed the exit. No, oh, no, it, it
1: was worse than it. that. It, I, it was... I said anybody opposed to Bob Evans and the whole thing, situation really? and then –
2: it like, was all silent for like five miles, like five solid minutes, and then Matt goes, I can go for a burger. I was like, that was fu- that was like two exits
0: ago.
1: Oh, I thought it was a,
0: I thought I thought we had just missed it.
1: No, we missed it by like ten, five or ten miles we had passed. Oh we, were my gosh. On, we were almost that's on we were to exit onto another freeway. <laughs> we were gonna exit, onto another, oh we were gonna exit onto another a different freeway. From that, from the freeway that we were on, we were about to exit onto a different one. That's how far we had gone (laughs) until you spoke up and said something, and I was like, "What do you mean you can take a burger from Bob Evans? Bob Evans is in the past. It's so long ago that I had already moved on to a to thinking about different restaurants." A a minute later,
2: Andrew goes, "Well, what about Steak and Shake?" And we were all like, "Yeah," and. We were waiting for Matt to respond, and we were just like, "Well, we'll see once we've passed it by five miles if
3: Matt <laughs> you know. wants it." I did. Yeah, very,
0: I did very quickly answer because Steak and Shake I have been to before, so I was like, yeah. "Yes," because I already felt bad about the Bob Evans situation.
1: Yeah. Once we pull into my apartment complex, and we're finally, and everyone begins to leave, Matthew's going to call me up on my phone and be like, "I'm going to Steak and Shake," <laughs> and be like, "Yeah, sure,
3: sounds yeah. great."
2: No, then, Matt was actually waiting to tell you during this podcast he was gonna go. Yeah, I could go for Steak and Shake,
3: <laughs> even <laughs> there though there's none on
0: our side of the state. Right, they're all closed down. And yeah, we had our own little trip at Steak and Shake too because I they screwed something up with the numbering system, and Dawson ended up not only getting my food but eating half of the my, half of my burger before realizing it before I brought it up to him and pointed out that that was my food and that probably wasn't what he ordered. <laughs>
2: Because like Matt, I'm not concerned about what I'm eating because nut allergies generally don't affect too much within restaurants. Like you can kind of avoid it easier. So I'm like, hmm, I'll get a burger and okay, that one has bacon on it. Okay, so I just ordered one that looked good uh, yeah. because it was like all touchscreen order. So I didn't even look at what it was called. They called my number. So I went up and got my food. I'm like, oh, this is so much bigger than I thought. And that was the only thing I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, this tastes yeah, he had better like, than I thought it would. Because then. that,
0: because <laughs> that, like, they serve, like, Steak and Shake has, like, kiosks that you order at now. And then they call your number, which is very different from how they used to do it. But so, yeah, you go up and you get your basket of food. And yeah, Dawson's only thought is, man, that's a lot of French fries. Because I had ordered a, ordered a large French fry. Well, I think everyone else ordered just a regular or a small or whatever because I love French fries and I wanted to take in as much food as I could.
3: <laughs>
0: so,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. And I was also thinking to myself, I'm like, this is also Steak and Shake, which is notoriously known for screwing up orders. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, well, this probably isn't exactly what I ordered, but I'll just, I'll roll with it because they said my number. And I even gave it like a minute before I went and grabbed that order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like. I didn't have the receipt on me because I accidentally threw it away. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to grab this. It doesn't seem like it's anyone else's. And then they call 196 again, five minutes later, which yep. was my number. And then I was like, well, they already called my number. So what's going on here? So then my gear start uh, So turning. I gave it like three, three to five minutes. And then I come up because they keep calling 196. And one of, the man- one of the managers was up at the front. And he was just like, is this anyone's order? Like... And I could hear his thought process and everything. Mm -hmm. So I come up and I'm like, yeah, it was 196, but I grabbed the order that was 196, you know, just five to 10 minutes ago. And the lady, the employee standing next to the manager was like, see, I'm not stupid for wanting to call 194 for the last one. And I'm like, oh,
0: yeah. So then
2: the guy goes, oh, well, then 194 never really Went to the right person, and I'm like, sure enough, that was Matt's order. Yep. Um, which luckily we were all sitting at the same table, so we could all figure it out. Yeah, it worked it out. Wasn't like a random person,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but they just took the order that was actually 196 and like didn't say anything about it. They just threw it out. Yeah, they just threw it into the abyss <laughs> back in the kitchen.
0: It,
2: or probably ate it in the back, because that's what a lot of restaurant employees will do. But, um, yeah. So I just got to keep. The order they accidentally gave me and then which i think was probably better tasting than the one uh that i actually ordered so thank Mm. you matt yep you're welcome um and then matt finally ended up with his food just like a minute later yeah but and then i gave him half my fries because i don't really i don't love fries controversial opinion but i'm not a huge which i very
1: much appreciated so yeah. Yeah, but I figured I figured when we walked in there and saw the new kiosk system, oh, I figured, oh, well, Steak and Shake has ordered one of their biggest has eliminated one of their biggest weaknesses. Their servers. Their staff.
3: <laughs> no, no
1: offense, no offense to anybody who's has I who, think it's just the way they're trained.
3: Yeah, must any be. Any of our
1: listeners who have been Steak and Shake employees in the past, but they have some of the worst servers. I've ever experienced in my entire life,
0: and it's pretty consistent once, across different locations too, which is I really know, I once waited
1: forty five minutes to get a water at Steak and Shake. <laughs> we once went to Steak and Shake with I went to Shake and Shake with my family, and they never brought my mom her food. <laughs> just they brought everyone else her food. We complained multiple times, and they just never brought it. Oh my gosh! Just not once did they bring the re- bring her food. It was just insane. I was just mm-hmm. like, and I think my sister had some sort of project where she had to write a uh, a business or some sort of authority figure about uh, an issue. And as she wrote <laughs> the she wrote a letter to the CEO of Steak and Shake talking about our experience. Oh, at that's why that they location. have kiosks oh now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yep, it's all thanks to my sister. <laughs> yeah, your sister's your sister's a pioneer. Yep. So yeah. so yeah that was our
0: that was our saturday that was a trip let me tell you and overall it was a lot of fun i mean there were a lot of hiccups along the way but i enjoyed just spending that day with the two of you and eli as well it was a it was a grand old time for sure
1: and shout out eli our yeah. our forgotten yeah. fourth we love you eli. eli you get a great shout buddy out. great friend Shout mm-hmm. out eli so now we gotta tell eli to listen to the podcast he gets a specific shout out yes
0: so moving changing gears a little bit to something that's a little less you know about us i guess um we so some big news broke recently that i couldn't help but laugh at when i saw it because it was a story that had emerged about a year ago and nothing came of it and then it just came back around like within the past week that and there was there was a result from this scenario. And What I'm talking about is that Ohio State University got a patent on the word
1: the, like the. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Yes.
0: So maybe a little bit of explanation. So uh, I think the best example I could give is so for Sunday Night Football, or if you watched uh, the Key and Peel skit as well with the play with the football player introductions, you'll know what I'm talking about. They'll players will say their name. And then they'll say what college they went to, so not it, Ohio State is not the only school that does this, which confu- which is kind of confuses me a little bit. But they always say the Ohio State University. They really enunciate the the um, before they say it. But again, they're not the only school whose players do that. So I so Ohio State somehow laid claim to this, I guess, and they wanted to sell apparel or just gear in general that had the word just the word the on it. And I guess they assume people are going to know what that means. So, but in order to do that, they have to patent the word the. So about a year ago, they put in this patent and it nothing came of it. They didn't get it. And then just kind of out of nowhere, they ended up getting this patent. So now Ohio State University owns the patent for the word the. And I was confused about this until I was talking to somebody recently. And they said that apparently there was another rival party that also wanted a patent on the word V and I do not know what their motivation was but because that there were two separate parties that wanted uh, the patent it couldn't be granted to either of them so I guess the other oh, one I was... just ended up the other one just ended up with thou instead of thee. right exactly thou. so the so the So they came to an agreement, the two sides did, where Ohio State gets to use it for certain things and then the other side gets to use it for whatever they wanted to use it for. But unless you follow, like, sports, how on earth are you going to know the word V on a piece of clothing is referring to Ohio State? Like, if I were to see, if I know nothing about sports and I just saw somebody walking around with a shirt with the word V on it, I'd be like, what, what's wrong with this
2: person? I'd be you know what I would say? I'd probably be like, does thou mother know you weareth her drapes? Right. Exactly. Good old quote yeah, from that first Avengers movie. Because, like, who talks, like, thee and thou and... Well, it's like, not... It, that's old King James language. It's, and
0: It's not T-H-E-E. It's T-H-E, like, the... But like yeah, when, but when they it's it's just it. gonna be
2: the if you
0: read it, I guess right, too, which yeah. is
2: even worse. Which actually but...
0: make, which does make it funnier, yeah, you're right. Because out of context, I mean, you don't know that they say it like V. You think it's just the.
2: There's like a local place uh by me call it's called the office and it's spelled T H E E. Hmm. So that's why it, Interesting you know, like, If they don't spell it T H E E, then it's kind of counterintuitive and patent for nothing Mm-hmm. because it, it's really just a phonetic like copyright or patent because you're not going to be able to actually see it on a shirt it's just the word the if you see it most of the time because most people pronounce t-h-e
0: the right exactly
1: yeah that reminds me of a uh of an episode of fairly odd parents where uh Cosmo copyrights gasping, so anytime anyone gasps, <laughs> gasps throughout the entire episode, he goes up and be like, "That's that'll be a nickel. You owe me. He's like you owe me a nickel, or something like that." It's like the same thing with somebody copywriting the uh, "Happy Birthday." Remember that?
0: Oh yeah, I
3: forgot. Yeah, about no, that. none of
2: the restaurants can sing them. They have to think of other stuff. Like at Chili's, we have to, we had to sing a different song when I worked yeah. there. And it was unbearable
1: to to go up and sing that.
0: God. Yeah.
1: R. R. Foreman in nineteen eighty eight, Warner Chapel Music purchased the company owning the right copyright to the US for US to, for two twenty five million dollars US with a value of happy birthday estimated at five million dollars.
3: Hmm. So Sounds the, like the so, guy
2: who tried to uh copyright all of the uh Potential names for the Washington football team back. Oh yeah, in the day. I love that guy. Yeah, that I, I really wish they would have had to pay him.
0: That would have been so funny. <laughs> but
2: yeah. they ultimately went with the Washington uh commanders.
0: Honestly, I thought I would hate that name a lot worse, but like it's it's kinda cool the shtick they have going, their new black alternate uniform looks slick. I, I That's like the I, only
2: I, reason that I I think they're kind of cool is because of the black. Yeah, alternate I,
0: I like what they're I like what they're doing with it. Now, do I think it would have been better if they just kept it as football team? Yeah, because that would have been absolutely hilarious. And I loved it for what it embrace was. embrace the meme. Honestly, do what the NBA does. Plus, it's immortalized because they did make the playoffs the first year they went by football team. So they're, that's forever mm-hmm. cemented in history now. So, yeah, I, I wish they would have kept it a football team. But yeah, commanders. So I did look this I did look this up just because I was kind of curious. And quite frankly, I probably should have done this before the podcast, but whatever so some dude by the name of ben johnson who is ohio state's senior director of media and public relations claims that the word the or the contributes about 12.5 million dollars in annual sales and much more in emotional capital whatever that means to buckeyes student alumni and fans to which i say how on earth did you come up with that number That just seems like completely he pulled it out of his butt. Like, literally, how on earth do you come up with how a three-letter article contributes that much? Like, how do you put a monetary value on that?
1: There was a meme that I saw recently, or I've seen it a couple times recently, and it's like, would you like to stay to your source? And it's like, my source is that I made it up. <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's the answer to that question. 72%
2: of statistics are made up, just like the one
1: I just said. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> it's like it's like the emotional capital part is what gets to me it's like right. so we're just assigning uh numbers and stuff? Emotions. like emotions well, it, it like, well it didn't
0: it didn't say 12.5 million in emotional capital it said and much more in emotional capital so he's valuing he's the emotional capital at over
2: at 12.5 12 million
3: dollars five. <laughs> man yeah.
0: Every time I think of the word "the," I get sad you know and what, want to buy a shirt that says "the." You know what I can't wait for is for... I mean, Michigan, Michigan's fan base is already on top of this, but I can't wait for the rest of the country to just start making fun of Ohio State for this. Like, for example... Like, um, oh crap, who was it? They lost in baseball or softball to somebody. I think it was to like, oh gosh, Rutgers or Maryland or... I don't know. They lost to somebody. And that school's Twitter page posted the final score, and it said "the final" from today's game, and they had "the" in all caps. <laughs> and I just can't Leo. wait for that to become more of a regular thing. Actually, I just remembered this: Michigan had a guy commit today, a twenty twenty four linebacker, uh, commit to Michigan today. And in his little, um, in his little like, when athletes commit to a school, some they'll often post like a little paragraph that they type out in their notes app on their phone. And they'll just screenshot it and add it to, like, a picture of themselves wearing the school's uniform or something like that. And in that paragraph, he said, I am honored to uh, announce that I'm 100% committed to the University of Michigan. <laughs> and again, there you he had know. it in all caps. I just I just can't wait for all of the memes that are about to emerge from this. Perfect. Yeah. There's a, there, I also saw another thing where someone made a T-shirt in like the Michigan colors, and they just have a big of like University of Michigan. <laughs>
1: and honestly, Michigan. I I do want to buy it. Michigan's right. got to go after the of question mark or question mark a <laughs> uh, trademark. Yeah, there you go. Let's start trademarking specific things. I remember the uh, YouTube tra- YouTube channel, the Fine Bros. They oh, have yeah. they they do a lot of reaction stuff they tried to copyright react as cuz they've tried to they tried to launch a service where people could sign up and become like a partner in their program and like they you could you would pay them to be able to make reaction videos that would be promoted on their platform and everyone just lit them up unbelievably because it was just so ridiculous the whole idea of like paying them to be able to make reaction videos on their platform and using the word specifically react and they were trying to get that copyright was just ridiculous it is. I think back in like 2014 maybe 2013 PlayStation tried to try to uh copyright let's play and it's Ooh. like so all every YouTube channel under the Sun that puts out Gaming videos uses the phrase "let's play" and it's, right. like, it's like how stupid do you gotta be to to go after these insane trademarks.
0: That mm-hmm. uh, some um, people, I guess they figure it's worth it. it. I mean, ultimately, reaction videos are dumb
1: anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, I thought they I thought they were funny the,
0: when I was literally in middle school, but beyond that, not so much. It can
1: it can harken back to the uh, to the scene from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. When they ask Mr. Krabs why he's opening a second Krabby Petty, right, a uh, Krusty Krab right next to the the old one, and he they ask him, he's like, "Why are you doing this, Mr. Krabs?" He's like, "Money." I like I money. I like money. <laughs> and he's just saying that with them straight on his face. He's like, "Well, at some point you gotta respect him a little bit yep. for being that so that transparent and self and self obsessive that you gotta be like just." Open it out with it. It's like, yep, I like money. Not denying his motivation whatsoever. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, yeah, there have been some crazy, crazy trademarks attempted in the past.
0: Yeah, I thought this one was one of the weirdest I've ever seen just because it's literally a word that is used so commonly in the English language. I assume they only have like a very specific part of it, like a very specific use of it copyrighted, I would assume. But I wonder, like, if you know, so, say, Sunday Night Football rolls around, and Kyler Murray's playing, and he goes, "Kyler Murray, the University of Oklahoma," is like, does Ohio State have the right to sue him? <laughs>
1: then, yeah, exactly. Like,
0: how far does this go?
1: <laughs> so, not to not to hijack your 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 segment here, Matthew, but I was just interested, and I looked up some of the crazy. Uh, crazy trademarks over the years that's not and a just, hijack yeah, that's no. a
0: lovely segue i don't know what you're talking about a lovely expansion on the topic
1: and so it says the what phrase, are you talking about we just drove off a cliff on a segue <laughs> there you go we jump. we jumped that cliff we jumped that ravine where we we do like uh like the like the ceo of segway should have done and jumped that ravine yes but um the real the reality tv star Turned to DJ Paris Hilton made such an impression with her catchphrase "That's hot" that she decided to trademark it. <laughs> the socialite was so adamant about maintaining her intellectual property that she even used a hallmark. That she even sued Hallmark for the phrase on a for the use of the phrase on a greeting card. Gosh. So another one is the photos of the Eiffel Tower at night. What? Trying to sell your trying. Uh, a, uh, while the tower itself is a part of the public domain, its lighting display is a separate work of art and copyright. And a copyrighted one. If you do did want to sell your nighttime image of the Magnificent Illumination, you would need to request permission from the so. I don't even know how to. I think it's a tourist flight. Tourist. Uh, the basically like the Ministry of Tour Touring or Tourism in France. <laughs> they tried to copyright it. Oh my gosh. Uh, the law, the law and order sound, the dun dun oh, sound yeah. was, that precedes every episode of Law and Order. We're was getting plenty by Mike of Post that and in it's this apart. episode. Is owned by <laughs> because uh, of the, <laughs> my dad hammering upstairs.
2: Oh, we just gotta We're gonna we're gonna get copyrighted. We're gonna get stricken for This guys. episode
0: <laughs>
1: because uh, the specific <laughs> <laughs> the floor is just being <laughs> dun 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 dun. Uh, the specific color. Of orange on a Reese's peanut butter cup is copyrighted oh my gosh uh actually i think that's kind of a common thing i think coca-cola owns that
0: that shade of red they have on all their cans and stuff i think i remember hearing that before uh
1: the word face what while staking claim to the word face might seem like an overkill that's exactly what mark zuckerberg managed to do while following the success of facebook the word face is now a trademark of facebook but only when applied by potential social media competitors.
0: Oh, okay. So it doesn't affect so. a, that doesn't affect a lot of things, I guess. It's just social oh, yeah. media you'd, platforms. You'd get
1: a lot of knockoff social
2: media platforms just trying to ride on Facebook's popularity. I would get FaceSpace or Facegram or I
1: introduced to you my new, so,
0: my new social media platform, Bookface.
1: Yeah. There you go. On um, one my sound... face instead of my <laughs> space, one sound that we are all familiar with is the sound of Darth Vader's breathing is, tra- is trademarked. I would hope so. What uh, it is the trademark of the signature breath of uh, Darth Vader, but it's technically actually a the sound when you breathe through a scuba regulator. So that's oh, kind of yeah, interesting.
0: It is. It's a nice little teaser for our next episode, which will be us recapping the Obi-Wan Kenobi series.
1: A little peek into the future. So definitely make sure you
0: tune in for that. Because little force vision for the future. This is all I'm going to say, and then we're going to continue because we're saving all our discussion for the next episode. But holy crap, what a series. Anyway, keep going, Andrew.
1: Uh, the, The term superhero is actually a trademark phrase. However, somewhat interesting, and to the dismay of fans who may prefer one company over the other, it is co owned by longtime rivals Marvel and DC Comics. So they co own huh. the copyright superhero.
0: That's interesting. I feel like yeah, I've I heard that one before. the days
2: when DC but...
1: and Marvel could work together. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> like the time uh, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the movie, uh, D- Bugs Bunny and uh, Mickey Mouse are on screen together. And I think it was, I, uh, I think it was, it wasn't owned by Disney at the time. Disney owns the owns the rights to the movie now, as they own the rights to pretty much every piece of media under the sun. Right. But, um, but at the time they made the deal with Disney, Disney to uh, have the characters in it. But the one agreement between Warner Brothers and Disney was that the characters have equal amounts of screen time. Hmm. So one can have like a second more than the other, or maybe a frame more than the other,
3: <laughs>
1: in terms of that. Gosh,
0: yeah,
3: uh,
1: it's still not the greatest crossover in history. There you so go. i might have to go to Smash
2: Bros.
3: <laughs> the Apple
1: slide to unlock function is copyrighted. Hmm. Mm. It's makes the slide to lock gesture that you used to unlock previous versions of the iPhone was more than just a cool feature. It's also a patent owned by Apple. The company huh. even sued Samsung for one dollars. Oh
0: my god! For
1: using a similar function, and after a long court battle, won the decision. So Apple, so uh, Samsung could no longer say, uh, slide to unlock or use that gesture. You That's can't. That's wild. Think you have. To, I think they do a swipe.
0: Yeah, they Is have like. They do. do they still do the little they like... swipe up? Uh, do they still do the little nine-point like thing where you can draw a pattern? I know that was a thing.
2: Yeah, they they have, of, they have a but ton I, of. But I saw uh, recently bloggers. that.
1: I saw recently that Apple is including that in their next uh, phone, and people are now making fun of Apple people for praising the function when for so many years <laughs> they made fun of it.
3: Gosh. <laughs>
1: uh, oh man. Uh, the term realtor is uh, also trademark. Hmm. Though so the term is frequently used as a synonym for real estate agents, realtor is actually a trademark term. Try using it in the wrong t- context, and the National Association of Realtors might just come calling. Interesting. Mm. The Zippo click sound, so the sound you, that makes when you click a Zippo lighter. Seriously? That is, tra- that is trademarked. Oh, my gosh. The brand, the brand says the sound is too specific to their products, and they ha- they secured a trademark for it in 2018. That kind of makes sense, because when you're using it in movies and television, and it's like, obviously people know you're it's a Zippo lighter. Oh, that only makes one, sense. One yeah. type of lighter makes that noise when you uh-huh. click it open like that. So obviously, you know. So I guess that's kind of smart on them to uh, yeah. to get on that. Oh, back to our football discussion. Boise State's blue football field. Yes,
0: I knew about this one. So is, I, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're obviously looking at it, but don't like any schools that ha- that want to do an alternate colored field have to go through Boise State and it can't be blue because like Eastern Michigan's got a gray one and I know Coastal Carolina's got like a teal one and I think Eastern Washington has a red one that's really cool but I believe they have to all literally get permission from Boise State because they own the patent
1: but give me a second to google this I believe it doesn't say specifically <laughs> in here yeah uh, Boise State great um. Let's see.
0: Absolutely the thrilling stuff is... here on an audio podcast. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, probably the hearing my,
0: my parents vacuuming upstairs now.
1: Believe it or not, just, I'm not hearing that at all. No, that's good.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised.
1: Uh. Um. It does not say specifically. Hmm. I could be
0: mistaken on that, but I believe I know they certainly they certainly won't allow another blue field. So maybe that's just the only yeah, criteria. It I believe the be blue.
1: blue they're the first ones to have a non-green field, and mm-hmm. I believe they have a trademark on that specifically. But when it comes down to color trademarks, it's very specifically like the hue number, right? Is what yeah. You can use and if you don't use anything, because I know a lot of logo trademarks, you have to be in like that specific like, uh. Placement on the on the material in the mm-hmm. logo, you have to do those specific points, or um, you can't you can't officially uh, claim it. But yeah. uh, ping, yeah, it's funny pong. That... ping pong is a trademark.
0: Huh. Uh, I guess that explains uh, why you see table tennis thrown
1: around yeah. so much. Ever wonder what the yeah. difference is between ping pong and table tennis? The former is a trademark by Games Company Parker Brothers, mm-hmm. and the latter is a generic term for the same game.
0: I got one more topic I want to kind of transition to here real quick before we we get to the game that I've got planned for you two today. Um, Sweet, sweet, sweet. Transitioning to another kind of mutual interest of ours that we haven't discussed a whole lot at, at extent, but I'm just curious. Have you guys ever, like, had a video game that you really grinded on for a long time? Like, in terms of, like, just putting a lot of time into it, maybe there was only a limited amount of time you could accomplish... Whatever you wanted to accomplish or something, so you just dumped yeah. all of your investment. And in, like, if so, I guess what game was that, and why? Why did you put so much time into it?
1: Um, let's see. There's probably a few out here for me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, it's a that's a big question. <laughs> um,
0: I I could start if you wanted, because I had this, I had something happen recently, which kind of led led me to wondering if you guys had something similar happen to you so by all means yeah so i recently so i've had a playstation 5 for a couple months shout out to dawson's parents for helping me get it um so it was so i've had it for a while and i never had anywhere to put it and or any games for it or any reason to really use it i guess so i recently set it up a few weeks ago and um, the first game I downloaded for it was MLB The Show, which is the baseball video game that's out for... It used to be a PlayStation exclusive, but la- for the last iteration, they made it available on Xbox for the first time. So I got to play it a bit then. But So I decided to jump into it, and um, it's a little bit of a annoyance for me. And Dawson knows his pain as well, but every sports game has like their version of like Ultimate Team, or 2K calls it My Team, or... And it'll be the show calls it diamond dynasty, but basically how the mechanics of it works is that you have a team that you start with and all your players are bad and then you can collect cards and the cards are obviously players and they have like overall ratings and stuff like that. So the reason that we don't like it is that because it's a microtransaction focused thing, EA who owns the rights to the NFL game Madden um, only puts time and effort into ultimate team. <laughs> And not any of the other game modes in the game that so many of their players like to play. Yeah. So we don't like the Ultimate Team format that much. But um, I have I dabbled it. So I have never played Madden Ultimate Team. I dabbled into my team in 2K quite a bit recently because it's not EA, so I don't feel as bad about putting time into it because it's you know they actually put effort into their other game modes as well. And so I jumped into the show recently. And in Diamond Dynasty, it's in the midst of, you know, a lot of the games follow like the seasons format now that like I think I don't want to say Fortnite popularized it because I'm sure it existed before that. But I think Fortnite was a lot of people's kind of introduction to that concept. Um, so this season revolves around like what they call futures of the franchise. So it revolves around like the young guys who are working their way up through the minor league systems to get to the majors and so I love that stuff because all the Detroit teams have not been great for my entire life. So I've always been very focused on the future and like what could be and who are the young up and comers and stuff like that. So since I fired it up, I was like halfway through the season and I made it a personal goal that I was going to level up to the point that I could get all of the future of the franchise cards. And the season ends in a couple days. And I can proudly say I already accomplished that. <laughs> And I didn't think I'd be able to because I'm not one who typically grinds at games. I tend to kind of get bored of them and then flip to a different one and stuff like that. But I was impressed by the show's, like, format for this Diamond Dynasty thing. Like, not only did they make it, like, relatively easy to level up, but they really, like, I don't know how to describe it. But, like, when you're playing it, you don't feel like it's tedious, like so many games where you're XP grinding, it just feels tedious. And I don't know why, but for some reason in the show, it just wasn't like that at all. Like, I have thoroughly enjoyed all the time I've put into the game recently. So, that's my little anecdote that kind of brought this topic up. So, if you guys have any stories about grinding in video games, love to hear them. I would, I would like say you go, Andrew, because it sounds like my floor upstairs
1: is about to collapse right now. So. <laughs> The um, I would start out with saying uh, one of the games that I just grinded through to finish would be Portal Two. That was one of the games because that's a big puzzle solving game. That so. is an
0: outstanding game.
1: Oh, one of so good. Uh, fantastic! One of the games of all, one of the fantastic games of all time. Amazing game, perfect game. But first playing through it, I was just banging my head against the wall for like. I think probably about a month or so just trying to figure out some of these puzzles because they were just so darn hard. Oh, and yeah. I recently pa- played through it uh, a, a, uh, like a few months ago and I beat it in a weekend. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So it, was, it was just like, Oh, these are relatively easy now that I'm older and not uh, 16 or 15. Whenever I first played it. it was like, Oh, I can play these super fast now. It's like, Oh, this kind of makes me feel stupid. But um, I'd say another one would have to be during uh, uh, the twenty twenty pandemic when I we fir- when it first was locked in our houses. Uh, I got laid off my job, mm-hmm. and so I had a lot of free time on my hand, and so I got really into Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I bought the, oh. fish, I bought the game, and I played the online. I th- and I was, I I am not lying. I was nationally ranked. I wasn't highly ranked, serious? but I was nationally ranked. Wow, in, that's crazy! In the gun game mode, that's nuts. I was na- I was nationally ranked. I was like maybe top top two hundred. Matt, we're but amongst I, I, a legend. We really are. I played I played that so for so long. I was so highly ranked. I was just kill. I was just getting level after level after level after. Level. I was insane. And I was uh, I was ranked I was ranked I, I kid you not it sounds fake but I'm not lying
3: that's crazy I was
1: I put maybe probably about between five and six hours a day some days and there was and I was doing cl- uh, college class online college classes at the time so I'd have my I'd be on Zoom listening to one of my professors give a speech meanwhile I'm I'm. Ranking up kills in the background. <laughs> Winning like three matches in a row. I have no doubt
0: oh. that literally everybody who plays video games did that at least a couple times during Zoom lectures. Yeah. I 100% did it as well. <laughs> Especially during lectures where I knew I didn't have to really pay attention. I'd have my Xbox on playing whatever. Like, I just didn't care. Exactly. Dawson, yeah, you got I didn't any stories?
2: Many, I didn't have too many Zoom lectures back in the day. It was most of the time I just they would give us stuff to read. So Nice. Yeah, the lectures were always like optional. Ah, <laughs> so I gotcha. just never watched the lectures. <laughs> I just read them. So.
0: Yeah, that's if that's how you learn better. I mean, that's definitely a way to do it. Mhm. Yeah. Do you have any stories to us in about grinding um, in video games?
2: Well, I guess I'll start with my childhood game that I probably put the oh, most. Oh, we're going into. way
0: back for this.
2: Yeah, uh, that would be Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man,
1: mm, which surprise. great game, great game. It,
2: it is a fantastic game, and the only reason I stopped playing it is because when we switched over to like an Xbox 360. Uh, and like it was at the same time as us moving um, for the first time for the first major time in my life, the disc got a little scratched up and the Xbox, the original Xbox wasn't working too great, but that's the system it was played on. Um, I put hours and hours into that. I probably beat the game like three different times, Nice. but some of the save points didn't work great by the end of its its life. So I would always start back at the same
0: point and then I would do the same story modes um that just shows your love for the game that you kept playing it even though you literally it literally was broken you couldn't get a lot of what i a
2: lot a lot of what i loved about it was that it was just it's a it's a huge sandbox mode uh game that is cool where you kind of just go around the city you fight crime and you do little side missions here and there and that's exactly how the new games are so i i do really love the the new spider-man games that have come out um like spider-man miles rouse and spider-man ps4 the new one comes out next year. I'll be playing that for sure. It's the main reason I got a PS5. Um, just because I really loved uh, the one back in the day. And I think the closest thing to that is the new stuff. Because so. mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think... And I know a lot of people's opinions about the Spider-Man games are that... Spider-Man 2 is the best one um, from back in the day. But I think Ultimate spider Man's better um just because i love the story because it's literally just straight out of the comic books and like there's comic book panels in it and the art is super stylistic and it's straight out of a comic book for like the whole thing and it's great and i to this day i i wish i could find a way to like go back and play it yeah Um, but i i don't know how to do that if i ever find a way to do that i will do it Mm -hmm. uh it's like the force uh unleashed i beat that game back in the day but I did find out that you could uh, do backwards compatibility with it, with the new Xbox, with Xbox one. Mm -hmm. So I went back and I played that, but a more recent game that I have put a lot of time into was star Wars battlefront two.
3: That's
2: the main reason I got an Xbox back in the day was I just wanted to play some star Wars games and that was the biggest one out. Uh, It had a rough launch, but it got better as it went along, like, a lot better. I'm probably one of the few people that played it throughout, like, its whole lifetime. Um, Yeah, I played it a lot early
0: round, too, but not so much later on.
2: My account has been on level 50 for, like, a few years now, which is, like, the highest rank you can get. Uh, But, like, you can have different character rankings and everything, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, I still don't have all the different skins and guns unlocked just because I specialized in certain things and chose to prioritize other things. And then, of course, like last year, they decided to release the Celebration Edition, which gives you all of the stuff that I had grinded and worked for. And I was so mad.
3: Because people got it for free,
0: too, from like Epic Games. It was so stupid that's like how i felt when rocket league (laughs) became free to play because i was one of the saps that paid 25 bucks for it or whatever it cost yeah
2: i paid full price for the game back in the day i've worked hard to unlock all the things that like i've got so far and i still don't have everything i want and at this point it's definitely not worth worth like me buying the celebration edition because i'd get like only like three or four skins that i actually want right um yeah it was uh, so that kind of knocked me off that train a little bit but Mm -hmm. i played that game a lot put quite a bit of time into it um but the game i've undoubtedly put the most time into is uh other than like smash bros because that's like a party game right um and it goes from like generation to generation like from melee to brawl to wii u and to ultimate um The game I've put the most time into, like, single-player-wise, is most definitely Pokemon Black 2, because that was my first Pokemon game. Mm. And, like, it was to the point where I complete the local Pokédex. I didn't complete the national decks, because I didn't have any of the previous games, and it's kind of impossible to do that when you don't, unless (laughs) you find a lot of people to trade with. But I didn't have a lot of people to trade with, either. Um, So... I finished like the local decks and uh, it gives you like a shiny Pokemon at the end, a shiny dragon type. It's pretty cool. Uh, And yeah, I think I put like 370 hours into it in its lifespan. Um, And I still have it and it's still got that save, uh, save file on it. So I could put more time into it if I wanted to, but there's literally nothing for me to do in the game anymore because I've I've done quite literally everything you can do. Found every type of Pokemon you can find in the game. I've I've basically caught them all. It, it, yeah. Like, it's to the point where, like, I would... I, I've basically put an hour a day into it for a year, but it didn't come from that specifically. It just came <laughs> from a lot of, like, three or four hour uh, sessions over the course of a few years, but that's the only of the Pokemon games I've even beat like that um, but that's also because it was my first one but I, I undoubtedly that is the one I've put the most thought effort and time into intentionally so
0: nice that's an impressive amount of hours
2: yeah I d- I don't even know how many days that comes down to I know it's obviously more than 10
0: you said 370.
2: Yeah, I'm pulling up my calculator now because I did not so. get a major in math. <laughs> uh, I yeah, it's uh, 15 and a half days essentially. Which
3: right. is Dawson made a lot more me
1: than i, of one. I Dawson made me think of one when he talked about games from your childhood. Mm-hmm. I thought of um, the uh, Sly Cooper franchise on the PlayStation Two.
3: Oh yeah, I've heard of
1: that. I remember the first game, me and my brother there's this one and another one that I think think of too. Me and my brother, we grinded so hard on the first level. Not just like not like in crazy <laughs> amount of love. It was the first boss, like the first hub world, I guess you could say. The first boss. We like I think we tried for weeks to try and beat him and it was it took forever to do. And like I think there was one time when we took the game to my cousin's house and we played it over and over again. And there was a little time, not to call you out no or anything, but he was brought to tears because he was so angry <laughs> at this stupid boss he couldn't beat. And I remember one time, and we had just we had kind of given up on the game, and we're like, whatever, stupid game anyways. And I kind of sat down and I'm like, I wonder. And I sat down. I played for like maybe an hour, and I beat and I beat it. <laughs> I beat the first. I beat the first boss, and then I went on to beat the rest of the game. And was like. And then it was, now it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's an it's an amazing game collection that I have not uh um, I forgot what game was this? The Sly Cooper franchise. I have not mm. been able to be able to play it outside of the original PlayStation. But uh but yeah, there was it was uh Yeah, there was there's a time when my brother was, it was not good for us. <laughs> we uh <laughs> And then another one would be Lego Star Wars 2. That game. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: That's yeah. That's a great one.
1: Yeah. That's another
2: game I totally forgot about that I've completely beat. It's the only other game I've done it with was the Lego Star Wars 3, the prequel one. Yeah. Uh,
3: wasn't I three think that's was... Lego Star Wars 3. I think 3 is the
2: Clone Wars two. one. Yeah, 3 I think is the Clone one, Wars one.
0: 1 was the prequels, 2 was the original trilogy, and then 3 was the Clone Wars, I think if I yeah. remember correctly. And I had a complete yeah. saga as well.
1: Yeah, original Yeah, original whichever one one was...
0: Whichever one was the
2: prequels. I, I beat that full game, unlocked like a hidden level. I had True Jedi on every single level. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was very extensive. I didn't finish it until like five years down the road from when I got the game. Because oh, I just came back yeah. to it. And I'm like, I wonder what I didn't finish. And it was like only a few things. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it and I did.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the first game I 100%ed was also a Lego game, but I think it was Lego Marvel Super Heroes for the 360. I believe uh, that I could never do
2: those. Those were too much for me.
0: <laughs> it was a lot.
2: They were like overstimulating. That's how a lot of Lego games are now. Yeah, really. I like the new Lego Star Wars, but like it's almost too much.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't played that one yet. I should. I have a Switch, which I would probably play it on, but I don't Oh, I bought it on Xbox. It. Yeah, maybe I would do that instead. I don't know. So to transition to the game I got, I brought up MLB The Show. And in MLB The Show, there's a game mode called Road to The Show. And what that is, is you follow the life. You make yourself and you're a prospect. And you make your way up through the minor league system to the major leagues of whatever team drafts you. Which got me to thinking, man, the minor leagues have a lot of interesting team names. So today, I'm going to quiz you guys. So how this is going to work is it's going to be kind of similar to the game we played the first week. There will be four team names. Three of them will be real. One of them I've completely made up. And it'll be up to you to figure out which one is the one that I made up. And if you guess correctly, you will get a point. Oh, there's the law and order. Yep. Hmm. So it'll get... So it'll be the same way we did it again the first week. I will ask one of you. It will alternate who gets which one. Um, they're completely randomized. I literally spun a wheel to determine the order these would be in and everything, so there's no fixing. I promise. And um, it's fixed. It's fixed. What's fixed? Uh, it's everything.
1: Fixed. I... Oh, everything's fixed.
0: <laughs> so yes, and it'll it'll operate the sim- similar way. If I ask Dawson, he gets it wrong. Andrew will have a chance to steal. Um, do you guys want to do where the person can steal back, or do you want it to just be the point is null and void if no one gets it? if basically each of you get one guess,
1: I say null and void.
0: So just one person gets a chance. The other person gets a chance to steal. And after, if they both get it wrong, it's gone.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's best.
0: Okay. I'm good for that. So sure. Who would like to go first? <laughs> uh, <Ladies>
2: first. <laughs> that's problematic. Wow. I'll we'll go first. Age <laughs> before <laughs> beauty.
1: All right, Andrew. Well, that means doesn't that mean you go first? No, you're older than me. Oh, you age before. Be- I thought you said <laughs> beauty before age, and I was like, <laughs> no. I I I'm so confused. I don't know beauty um, before
2: age. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all,
1: all right, kidding. you're you're beautiful, um, Andrew. Yes, you are. I mean, if you look at my avatar on the freaking uh, logo, then you think I'm. America's Next Top Model or something, you know? (laughs) Plus digital freckles. There you go.
0: Indeed. All right, Andrew. Are you ready for your four teams?
1: Sure. All right. Throw them at me, boy.
0: A. Boy. Binghamton Rumble Ponies. B. Norfolk Tides. C. Jonesboro Thrashers. Or D. Amarillo Sod Poodles.
1: Okay. Well, give me. You run through the names again, just yes. the just the mascots, not the not the cities.
0: Okay. Rumble Ponies, Tides, Thrashers, Sod Poodles.
1: Okay, and, and we're guessing trying, which one. Is...
0: You are trying to guess which one I made up. The other three are real.
1: So the po- Sod Poodles, the Rushers, the Thrashers, the Thrashers. Mm-hmm.
0: There was a Ponies in there one time? Rumble Ponies, and the other one is Tides.
1: Tides. Uh, I think you made up the Tides.
0: That is incorrect. That is the AAA affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles. Of course. Austin, huh. your chance to steal.
2: Well, I know one of them's real. <laughs> because I know the Sod Poodles are an actual team. Yes. Um. So I'm going to go with A the ponies
0: that is incorrect i made up the thrashers <laughs> mm. the rumble ponies yeah. are the double a of the mets and the sod poodles are the double a of the diamond Yes, yeah, so
2: those were my two guesses like when andrew was answering i'm like well i got a 50 50 shot now still i wish he would have <laughs> took one of them
0: yes but... the sod poodles are a slang <laughs> term for uh prairie dogs yeah and that is the team that I actually played for in my first career mode in MLB The Show 21. I was drafted to the Diamondbacks, and that's their Double A affiliate.
2: <laughs> All right, still one of the coolest names. Yeah, it's in a great one. Sports. <laughs> All so right, so random. Number two, up there with the moccasins.
0: Oh yes, the U. Uh... Oh gosh, uh, not the Santa Barbara moccasins. It's one of those California schools. Anyway, question two, and this is for Dawson. Your four teams are the Hickory Crawdads, the Springfield Stampeders, the Sugarland Space Cowboys, and the Nashville Sounds. B. B? Yeah. That is correct. The Springfield I of Stampeders I, I made up. That just sounded
1: like a Matt one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I stole from the Calgary Stampeders, the CFL team. All right. I can
1: say that I have heard of the Sounds before. You've heard of the Nashville
0: Sounds? Yes. Nice. Yeah,
2: I've heard of them too.
0: Yeah, they're the AAA of the Brewers. AAA is what the was level that? below Major Leagues.
2: The first one you said, I feel like it also sounded familiar. What one was that again?
0: Hickory Crawdads?
2: Oh. Oh, the only reason I was thinking of that is because there's a movie coming out with Crawdads in the name.
1: It's oh, where the, where crawdads the Crawdads. Go. Go. Or it's not where the Crawdads sing. Oh, sing.
0: I thought you were going to hey. say I thought you were going to say Hickory sounded familiar because of Hoosiers. <laughs>
2: Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock.
0: Alright, so the score is 1-0, Dawson. And question 3 is for Andrew. So your four teams are the Albuquerque Isotopes, the Great Lakes Loons, the Toledo Mudhens, and the Independence Torchbearers. I'm
1: going to go with the Great Lakes Loons.
0: That is incorrect. That is the single-A affiliate of the Dang LA it. Dodgers.
2: That's the one I knew existed again, Andrew. Stop it.
0: <laughs> uh, What are the other three again? Albuquerque Isotopes, Toledo Mudhens, and Independence Torchbearers.
2: Mm, it's either A or D. Let me go A.
0: That's incorrect. The Isotopes are the triple-A affiliate of the Rockies. It was the Torchbearers. That is the one I made up. Mm.
2: Yeah. And Dang it, I should have gone more with my
0: gut. And the Toledo Mud Hens, just a shout out, are the AAA affiliate of our beloved Detroit Tigers. Question number four for Dawson. The Rocket City Trash Pandas, the Broken Bow Swordsman, the Inland Empire 66ers, and the Lakeland Flying Tigers.
2: Those are all insane. I'm going to go... <laughs> go through them again.
0: Rocket City Trash Pandas, Broken Bow Swordsmen, Inland Empire 66ers, Lakeland Flying Tigers. I think it's A. That is incorrect. The Rocket City Trash Pandas are actually the double A affiliate of the LA Angels.
1: Yeah. That was the same. I knew that was real because that's where the isn't that where the phrase Trash Panda came from or that was where it was popularized? Popular pop, pop, popularized? popularized. Probably, yeah. I would assume they existed before Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, the movie. Yeah, because then <laughs> Trash Panda
1: came from the internet, and then I think they adopted it as their team name as a joke. Yeah, I really lo- hope their it's logo. Not the
0: one. Their logo is indeed a raccoon in a trash can. So, I, re- I really hope it's not
2: the one I. My gut was telling me because I was like, "Oh no, I think right. I." I Andrew? thought it was too obvious. So your choice. We'll see.
1: Hey Dawson, which one was your gut telling you? <laughs> um, it was telling me E. Can you run through the Remainers again?
0: Yes sir. Broken Bow Swordsman, Inland Empire 66ers, and Lakeland Flying Tigers. Um,
1: I'm going to go with the Flying Tigers.
0: That's incorrect. That's the single A affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Great.
1: It's, it's
2: be the,
0: it. the correct answer is Broken Bow, sorts.
2: Yeah, I thought it was that. I'm like, no, there's no way he would be that obvious with it. I'm like, it's got to not... be one of the less obvious ones. Broken
0: Broken Bow, I believe is a city in like Nebraska or something, and I could not pass up the opportunity to make a stupid joke.
2: Yeah, I I could tell it was a stupid joke and I'm like uh I'm like there's no way he was that obvious with the answer on this one. I'm like I'm, I got to go with one that makes more sense, yes. logically. But... The Trash
0: Pandas was not a bad guess by any stretch. Yeah, I thought they were a real team, too. Yeah. I, I just should have gone with my gut. All right, question five for Andrew. score is still 1-0, Dawson. Andrew, your four teams. Commanding lead there. The Tri-City Dust Devils, the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, the Chattanooga Lookouts, and the Cedar Rapids Shuckers.
1: You go again one more time.
0: Yes, sir. Tri City Dust Devils. Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Chattanooga Lookouts. Cedar Rapids Shuckers.
1: We'll go with the Shuckers.
0: That is correct, sir. That Excellent. was my work.
1: guess, too. Dang Sneak. it. Because I feel like Cedar Rapids is over on. Is, you know, where's Cedar Rapids? Iowa. Iowa. Never mind. And
2: that's in michigan
1: i thought it was i swear there,
3: there's a
2: cedar rapids. I, i'm it does, sure it does sound like a michigan there's city. no that's there's no way i, there's I can only, tell you
0: thinking that there's no way there's only one cedar rapids i'm sure that exists in many other states but the one that i found was in iowa i was just looking up fun cities in iowa because
2: we were in grand rapids just yeah, this past right. weekend and, and we also, were thinking about cedar point because of michigan adventure that's also why. also no, i believe there is no bigger. cedar rapids michigan there, there is no Garcia Rapids.
0: I believe Big Rapids exists in Michigan, though. Yes, yes it does. Is. Big Rapids. There is
2: a school there.
0: Yeah, I played the golf what once. One. All right. Question number six. This is for Dawson. The score is tied one-one. Oh, I should have mentioned earlier. There are twelve. There are twelve of these. So, mm. if you want to get an idea of how much how much time you have left to try and get some points, you ready to end up with two points each? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Sioux Falls Coyote Pack, Modesto Nuts, San Antonio Missions, and Vancouver Canadians.
2: You made a joke with one of these, and I can't tell which one it is.
0: I'm gonna go D. That is incorrect. The Vancouver Canadians are an affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm actually not sure... I don't think they're actually single A. They're in something called the Northwest League or Northwestern League. Hmm. Andrew, your chance to steal. Run it by me one more time, Chief. Absolutely. Sioux Falls Coyote Pack. Modesto Nuts. San Antonio Missions.
1: Um, I'm going with the Missions. That is
0: incorrect. That's the double A affiliate of the San Diego Padres. Is it the Nuts? It is not. That is the single A of the Mariners. I made up the Sioux Falls (laughs) Coyote Pack.
1: I knew the Nuts were real. I've heard of that before. The Nuts. Oh, no Nuts. Alright,
0: question number seven. And this is for Andrew.
1: It's almost a benefit to go second.
0: (laughs) Still tied 1-1. This is going as... I was really hoping you guys wouldn't be able to pick out my answer super easily, so I'm pleased with how this game is going so far. <laughs> I just got to channel how you think. Yeah. All right, question number seven for Andrew. Augusta Black Willows, Corpus Christi Hooks, Rochester Red Wings, Indianapolis Indians.
1: Um... I think it's the Indians. That's incorrect.
0: That's the AAA affiliate of the Pittsburgh Pirates.
2: That's Art. so funny because Indiana has
0: <laughs> Indian in
3: it. I'm not surprised
2: right. they haven't been like forced to change their name.
0: Well, their logo, well, think, their logo is yeah. kind of cool. It's kind of just like uh, I'm not. It's kind of like a little like plus sign cross kind of pattern, but like the bottom half of it is like a. It's got like kind of a Native American like stitch pattern yeah. in it. It's pretty cool looking.
2: Yeah, the only reason I say that is because they actually called themselves the Indians, which is like the yeah. improper term. Yeah, the Cleveland Indians changed.
0: Called... The Cleveland Indians, it's... of course, just changed their name to the Guardians, which is yeah, not a their logo is terrible. But that's neither here nor there.
2: The Cleveland Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: <laughs> Dawson, your chance to steal. Can you go through them? Yes. Augusta Black Willows, Corpus Christi Hooks, Rochester Red Wings. Hey, that is correct. I made that one up.
2: I was about to say, I, I could tell the pun that you were going with. A gust of...
0: Oh, no, there was no pun there. The black willow oh, really? was just a tree native to Maine. Hmm. All right. Well, it had your vibe. Indeed. Question number eight for Dawson. Scores two to one, Dawson's lead. A commanding lead yet Indeed. again. That's over, Andrew. Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Jupiter Hammerheads. Central Oregon mountain borders Jacksonville jumbo shrimp see correct three to one Dawson's lead yeah Remember I forgot nine. what it
2: was I just went with what my gut told me when I was listening to him yes. what was it again
0: the Central Oregon mountain borders ah uh, uh, uh question number I knew nine. the jumbo shrimp was one yeah you've heard of that one before-hmm all right Andrew You are down two points, one to three, and here we go. I don't expect it to
2: get any better. (laughs) He's going to end up with zero points at the end. He's going to somehow
0: somehow lose a point. I will somehow lose. (laughs) All right, the Lansing Lugnuts, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, the Salt Lake Bees, and the Reno Aftershock.
1: The bees.
0: That is incorrect. That's the AAA affiliate of the LA Angels. Stupid. I think it's the Timber Rattlers. That's incorrect as well. That's the single A affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers. The Mm. correct answer was the Reno Aftershock. Oh yeah, you stole that one from Madden. Actually, no. The Reno is is a city that has a team. It's the Reno Aces, but I just said the Aftershock because my dad went to Vegas one time, which is in nevada as well and felt the aftershock of an earthquake <laughs> so i felt it was appropriate
1: what a wish <laughs> that's a strange go- way to create a team.
0: well, you're really well now
2: getting... uh, now we know how matt thinks
0: i was say you're really getting a glimpse of how
2: my brain works right now next thing is gonna be uh like the northville chipmunks and he's going to be like, because my sister one time saw a <laughs>
0: chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 10 for Dawson. Still up 3-1. to one. Gulf Coast Puffers, Akron Rubber Ducks, Asheville Tourists, and Canapolis Cannonballers. D. Incorrect. That's the single A affiliate of the Chicago White Sox. Andrew, your
1: chance to steal run by me again.
0: Gulf Coast Puffers, Akron Rubber Ducks, and Asheville Tourists.
1: I think it's the Tourists.
0: That's also incorrect. That's the single A affiliate of the Astros from Houston who legendarily cheated to win a World Series. Yeah. The correct answer was the Gulf Coast Puffers.
2: it course. I need two of them this time and I was <laughs> like, "All right, it's one of the two. Just go with your gut." And at a 50/50 shot, failed.
0: Was the other one the Puffers? Hmm. I see. All right. Because I knew
2: of the rubber duckies and the tourists because they're so weird.
0: Yeah, the rubber ducks are also in Akron, which is relatively close to where we are. They're the a affiliate of the newly named Cleveland Guardians that we just talked about, actually. Hmm. All right. Question number eleven. This is for Andrew. Erie SeaWolves, Sun City Running Rebels, El Paso Chihuahuas, and Omaha Storm Chasers.
1: I think he's the running Rebels.
0: That is correct. Yes. Score I know the other oh. ones were
1: just kind of dumb enough to be true. The score is 3-2. to two. I think
0: the El Paso Chihuahua is maybe one of the most appropriately named teams on this entire list. Yeah. Yeah. All right, question that, number I was
2: going to pick that one because it was so relevant.
0: <laughs> and another shout out, the Erie Seawolves are the double A affiliate of our beloved Detroit Tigers. Mm. Question number 12 for Dawson. Get it right and you win. Get it wrong. Andrew can tie it and then we'll figure something out because I didn't come up with a (laughs) tiebreaker. Your four teams are the Tulsa Drillers, the Park Rapids Penguins, the Richmond Flying Squirrels, and the Bowling Green Hot Rods. A. The Tulsa Drillers is incorrect. That's the AA affiliate of the LA Dodgers. Andrew, your chance to tie it.
2: Andrew, make it harder on him.
1: What was uh, Given give to me again
0: Yes sir Park Rapids Penguins Richmond Flying Squirrels And Bowling Green Hot Rods
1: I think it's the Hot Rods
0: That is incorrect That is the single A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays The correct answer was the Park Rapids Penguins of course. Courtesy of my dad Who told me to put Penguins as one of the team nicknames When I was telling him about <laughs> What I had planned for the episode this week Shout out, Pat. Ugh. Indeed. Excuse me. So, congratulations, Dawson. You are the minor league baseball team name champion. Congrats with a stunning score of three to two.
2: Three out of twelve. Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess three out of six, because technically, mm. no, because Andrew deferred some. Right. Oh, well. Yeah. Too much math. Not worth it.
0: <laughs> that was our, uh... our listeners don't want to hear math. You guys did yeah. you guys did quite well, I must say, cuz I mean I would I think it was indicative of the fact that these team names are absolutely ludicrous, which yeah. is again, one of my favorite things about the minor leagues is just the team names. I remember when we went up to Traverse City, they had like a little handout at one, at like one of those little stores we went to and it was for the Traverse City Pit Spitters, which I thought about including on this list somewhere, but I figured you guys may remember that. <laughs> And that concludes yeah. it. And uh, nice. that, that just about wraps up this episode of the Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Uh, do either of you have any closing remarks for everybody?
2: Nope.
1: <laughs> um, I gotta say, we are now officially Nothing But Nonsense podcast on Instagram. So make sure to follow us over on the Instagrams. Um, we make sure to follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, all those good places. Oh, and don't find... forget MyFace. Exactly. <laughs> We're now brand, a brand-new website, startup, my face, my face. Um Follow us on your podcatcher of choice, and be sure to leave us a review, if possible, on those apps. Reviews always help us to know how you feel about the pod, and um, just let us know how you feel. Um, also... Looking over on our host website, Anchor, you are able to leave voice messages uh, for the podcast. So, really? Dang. Uh Be sure to send us one in if you have something you want to tell us or want us to talk about. or Maybe we'll do a, a call-in segment. Yeah, have a fun leave story. Leave a voice maybe. memo
2: and we talk about it. That'd be fun. And
1: maybe maybe we'll play it on the pod. Mm-hmm. So, so be sure to check us out over there. And uh, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Thank you all for joining. This was, this has been a lot of fun. I, for one, I'm glad that we're back doing this again. As we kind of mentioned, we did briefly try this, but we tried to do it in person and that was just way too difficult for us to coordinate. So I'm glad we found this medium and we've been able to do this. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed these first three episodes. I can't wait to see where we go in the future. Yeah. So yeah, me too. Thank you all for joining and uh, yeah, be sure to tune in again. Later y'all.
1: Bienvenidos. See you
0: next time.